Here I am today, we're doing the last chapter, chapter 15. It's Christmas time. Let's start. Chapter 15. It's been several months since Tony's rescue from the safari park. Now he and Miranda were well and truly a part of the Bolds family. One day, Miranda, just like the twins, would make her own way into the world. But for now, they were all happier than they had ever been. The snow that year had fell thick and fast all Christmas Eve. And the bolds awoke to see a magical wonderland outside. Father Christmas had not left their, pres their presents wrapped up under the tree, as was usual. They instead had buried them in their garden. So before breakfast, all the bolds went outside in their pajamas for a glorious day. Nigel McNumpty. So from his, from, silver from his window, of course. But he didn't mind like, what the bolds were did anymore. In fact, he quite fancied having a dig himself. After such frantic excavation, all the presents were found. Tony had a pair of nice warm mittens. Miranda had a skipping rope. The twins had roller skates. Mr. and Mrs. Bold shared a big glossy book about Africa, which included lots of photographs and places and animals they loved. Christmas was Mr. Bold's favourite time of year. The Christmas tree glistened with fairy lights, and the house was decked with the garlands and holly bubbles. The table was laid properly with napkins, candles, and, of course, Christmas crackers. Because the best part of Christmas, in Mr. Bold's opinion, was that he could tell Christmas cracker jokes all day long. Knock, knock, who's there? Snow? Snow who? Snow good. I've forgotten my name again. What up, Browning creep around the house? Mint spies. Then a little while later, Minnie and Nigel McNumpty arrived. And they all sat around the kitchen table, tucking into their lunch. Very tasty, said Nigel, rubbing his tummy. Haven't had such a slap-up lunch in years. Mum made you a cake once, but you slammed the door in her face. Now then, cautioned Mrs. Bold, that's all in the past. No, you're right. I, beta I behaved terribly. I know. I must say sorry. Apology accepted, said Mr. Bold, passing the box of chocolates to their guests. Fancy another? Nigel popped a soft centre in his mouth. Mind you, said Mr. Bold, I thought you were going to punch me on the nose over the incident of the bucket. When was that? said Betty. You know, said Minnie helpfully. Mr. McNumpty was on the ladder and dropped his bucket. It was there I saw your tail and found out you were hyenas. Then realising what she had said, she stopped and covered her mouth with her hand, but it was too late. There was a terrible silence, and Minnie mouthed the word sorry to Betty. No one knew what to say. And for once, not a single hyena felt like laughing. They all stared at Niggle, and eventually he spoke. I know, deep down I've always known you are hyenas. 
Mrs. Bod's mouth dropped open, and everyone looked at Niggle in a horrified surprise. But you, how? Mrs. Mr. Bod tried his best to form a sentence. I met the original Fred and Amelia before they went on their honeymoon. Niggle explained. I didn't actually speak to him. I didn't speak to anyone in those days. But when they then when they arrived, you came back. I knew something wasn't right. It took me a while to work it out. Hyena's there. He looks around the table. Apart from you, Minnie and Miranda. Monkey, monkey, said Miranda. Yes, I figured as much. So why didn't you tell us? You won't tell, will you? Asked Betty fearfully. Niggle shook his head and looked at Betty kindly. No, I shan't be telling anyone. But I don't understand, said Mrs. Bold. I know you liked us now. Since Tony saved you from the gang and you made friends. She looked offensively at Tony. I was following the conversation with rapt attention. But before, why didn't you tell anyone before? You used to hate us, said Bobby helpfully. I just smiled. I know, I know. But you see, we all have our secrets. And I was terrified you'd discover mine. That's why I was so nasty. I wanted to make sure you'd stay away. Oh dear, said Mr. Ball. This is such a lot to take in. Not now. So what's your secret then? Well, I've never told anyone before, said Nigel, wiping his forehead with his hands. You know our secret. We're hyenas. Yes, you are. You are, and very nice hyenas. You are too. And more to a point, I trust you. All of you. He's a good deep breath. I am not really Nigel McNomty, the, miser the miserable old man from next door. In fact, I'm not a man at all. I am. He paused as if unable to say the word. Well, asked Bobby. I'm an animal too, a grizzly bear. There's a collective grass from everyone. A grizzly bear, said Mr. Bolt, impressed. I didn't see that coming. And neither did I, if I'm honest. And I don't suppose you did either. Even the cleverest ones amongst you. This story get, just gets better and better. How cool, said Betty, taking a surpiscious look at Mr. McNumby. Surprisingly long nails. What do you call a bell with no shoes on? Not now, said Mrs. Bond. Barefoot. But how come? Said Minnie, ignoring the joke. Where are you from? There's one in Alaska many, many years ago. I'm indeed odd. That bit about Mr. McNumty is true. When I was born, I was truly wild and free. But when I was... Still a small cub, my mother was killed by some fur hunters and I was taken into captivity. Oh no, said Betty, a paw to her mouth, and Miranda whimpered and ran to Tony's lap. Shh, said Mrs. Bold. Let Nigel continue. Mr. McNumpty smiled sadly and carried on with the story. From there, I was bought and sold a few times until I struck lucky. Ended up as as the pie, pet of a witch, somewhat 
a certain trend of Abrian Prince. I was more than a pet. I was his constant companion, his best friend. I learned how to speak in several languages and how to conduct myself in circles. I whined, I dined with heads of a statue. I played poker. I dated some of the most beautiful women in the world, Joan Collins, and I once spent the week and I once spent the weekend together in a luxury spa hotel. Happy days. He sighed wistful at the memory. And when we weren't travelling around in first class, I lived in some style at the Princess Palace. I wore a gold and diamond encrusted collar and slept in a more marble for them with my own servants on the fourth post of bed under Howard's duvet. Wow, I get you. So, Betty. Friends and I were inseparable. We flew all over the world. Summer season in state troopers, skiing in Aspen, Hollywood parties, Ascot, the Oscars. Red carpets, Minnie screamed. And Mr. McNamara nodded at her. Yes. All right, we get the idea, interrupted Mr. Ball. Why do bears wear fur coats? Because we look silly in anno coats. Stop it with the jokes for just a minute, Dad. I want to know what happens next. Oops, pardon me, said Mr. Ball, trying to look serious, which was impossible. Yes, I want to know too, said Betty. How come you ended up in a semi-detched house in Deddington? Well, said Niggle, looking a little sad. The prince simply, the prince simply tired of me. Got a new plaything. A leggy brunette ostrich, I think she was. A flighty thing, but very seductive eyes. I was surplus to requirements. So why didn't he just send you back to Alaska? I knew too much, answered Niggle, lowering his voice. All of his secrets and the answer to your question about how I end up here. I really don't know the answer. One minute I was eating smoked some by the pool. At the Hotel du Paris in Mono Carlo, and the next thing I knew, I woke up here, feeling decidedly woozy and alone. I thought that salmon tasted odd, and I think I must have been drugged. Here I found a wardrobe full of cheap clothing in my size and details of a bank account in my name. I received a monthly allowance from the prince. He's a generous man. Uh, so this became my life. I've tried to keep to myself ever since. A question of survival. Gosh, said Mrs. Bob, after a respectful silence, that's quite so. No wonder you were miserable. But I think I hope, said Nigel, that we can put this all behind us. The past is done with, and matters is that we are all here. Living happily next door to each other. How we got here. Isn't important, surely. You're quite right, agreed Mrs. Bond. Reaching for the cheese bond. May I know? asked Mr. Bond, who had been fidgeting through Mr. McNumpy's story. It is Christmas Day, after all. 
Yes, they may not tell us a joke. Why are bears large, brown, and hairy? Because, answered Mr. McKinnumpty with a slide, if we were small, wine smooth would be eggs. You seem to have heard all the bear jokes before, said Mr. Bog, somewhat crestfallen. Oh, yes, heard them all many times, conferred Mr. McNumpty, when I was with the prince. Just then, there was a loud crack, and everyone turned to look at Tony, who had a look of astonishment and amusement on his face. He was holding a paw, uh, or the end of, in each paw of the two ends of a Christmas cracker. Don't worry, Tony, said Betty, who was sitting next to him. They're meant to make that noise. It's all part of the fun. She gave poor Tony a reassuring scratch behind his ears. Mr. Bold picked up a small folded piece of paper that had fallen onto Tony's plate. As Tony sniffed one half of the cracker intentively for a moment and swallowed it in one gulp. What do you get when you eat a Christmas cracker? Red Fred, everyone thought for a moment. Tinselitis, answered Tony, bits of chewed up golden paper falling from his mouth. Tony, speak, squealed Miranda excitedly. She was sitting on the window sill eating some nuts. And what's more, he made a joke, said Mr. Bold. Hooray, Merry Christmas to all the hyenas everywhere. Everyone cheered and laughed till they thought they could ride, that they would burst. And beneath his furrowed cheeks, Tony burst with pride. Happy Christmas, he said loudly. Happy Christmas, everyone. And that is where we shall leave them, pulling crackers, telling jokes and laughing. I told you at the beginning that it was a, it was a funny, peculiar story, didn't I? Well, I hope you've enjoyed it. Now, all you need to remember is that it's true. Every word. I never tell lies. Thank you for listening. This is the end of the bolds. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it very much. I have the bolds by Julian Clary. See you next story. Bye.